So last night, you know, we've seen Raw after WrestleMania. And, you know, based on the night before WrestleMania, I wasn't too excited for this show, you know, just because I thought WrestleMania was quite lacklustre. But WWE did not disappoint, and it was an amazing show. And the only bits I didn't really like overall were the fact that there wasn't much good wrestling. But that's to be expected in this kind of show. There's a lot of, you know, storylines going forward and, you know, lots of debuts and returns. And also, I didn't really like the first segment. And speaking of the first segment, let's just start from there. So Stephanie came out, <clears throat> and you know she she wanted to basically be friends again with Ronda and like let bygones be bygones. But you know, I thought the segment was really unnecessary and pointless because it didn't further the storyline in any way. So she she talks for a long time, then Ronda comes out, and then I don't think Ronda even says one word. I'm not too sure about that, but I'm pretty sure she said nothing. Then they go in for a hug, and then out of nowhere, she gets Ronda gets Stephanie into a like a flying arm bar thing, and it looked really cool. And the one thing I didn't like about this segment was when Ronda grabbed her arm. She didn't lock it in straight away. She actually waited, and she drew the crowd in, and they were like, "Oh!" And she bang, and she like locked it in. I thought that was really nice, you know. Just shows that she's like you know getting you know used to like being a wrestler and like stuff like that so I thought that was good but apart from that like they didn't even like if this segment wasn't on the show it would make no difference to me and like that's just my opinion but yeah I just didn't think it was that good of a segment next up we had Braun Strowman backstage and he goes up to Kurt Angle with Nicholas from the night before and they give up the tag belts and this was really confusing to me because first I don't get why the bar had to lose the belts to Braun if they were planning on, you know, giving up the titles the night, the day after, the night after. I, th- I really think this was, you know, it just, oh, I don't know why it really annoyed me, but it just did. I think it was just a waste of the bar losing. And just to, I mean, Braun could have literally, you know, I mean, a lot of people want, were saying that he should should have been in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which I think would have been okay, you know. Especially with the documentary coming out uh, on Monday as well, um, yeah, just giving up the tag titles it just makes that match at WrestleMania so necessary. And just, I mean, the bar. Let's be honest, the bar did get buried, and yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just didn't like it. Making, mm, I mean, the segment was kind of funny. It was all right, but giving up the belts and now they're vacant. I don't know. I just didn't really like it. Next up, we had No Way Jose making his debut. Now, this debut came out of nowhere. I don't think anyone expected No Way Jose to debut. Like, I don't think I don't remember the last time I even seen him in NXT. It's been so long, and out of nowhere he debuts. And um, I really think he should have appeared on NXT before he actually, you know, made his debut. Only because I, think I forgot he even was, you know, part of the company. You know, like it's been that long since. He's been on TV and NXT. Um, but, you know, he got a good pop when he came out. You know, everyone seems to know him. You know, everyone, there were a lot of people were actually dancing. I thought it was quite thought it was quite good. Um, yeah, he just had a squash match. He looked good. Uh, I just don't... I just don't know if he's going to do well in the main roster. Especially because both rosters are really stacked. Especially after tonight and night after SmackDown. Probably as well. There couldn't be too many people. I think he's just gonna get 
lost in the mid card. He's probably gonna. I predict that No Way Jose will next WrestleMania will one hundred percent be in the men's bar royal. You can just tell. And for the, I mean, I think it's a shame because I do think he's a decent wrestler. Um, yeah, but that's, there's not really much to add. I just really hope they don't mess him up, especially because of his gimmick. He's just, you know, not really a serious gimmick, and it's really hard for those people, like a person with a with like a comedy gimmick, like a fun gimmick, to like, you know, be in like the main event sort of level and you know, upper mid card. But we'll see what happens. After the No Way Jose segment, we we had a match between Revival and the Battle Club. Now, the the Revival and Battle Club were in that Battle Royal where Braun won by himself and where he buried the whole tag division. And I think even here, you know, the crowd really did not care about this match. The Revival are one of the best tag teams in the world. I mean, if you need any evidence of that, you just go and watch NXT when they were used to be in NXT and the matches they had with... DIY and Authors of Pain and even their matches with um, American Alpha before American Alpha moved to the main roster and you know they were so so good they, I, I think they even got match of the year a year or two ago for NXT and it's really you know, it's really sad to see them at this position but they won this match um, you know really basic match and the purpose of this match also, they're in the number one contenders match next week against the winner of another tag team match later on tonight. And the winners of that match next week will go on to face the bar in Saudi Arabia in that greatest Royal Rumble ever, I believe. That's what it's called. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're even going to win their match next week. So I really think this was really pointless. And uh, yeah, I'm just really sad to see the revival be in the position they are. So then Seth Rollins came out and, you know, he came out to a huge pop. Like, literally everyone was, like, on their feet. Everyone was really excited. I mean, he even said it himself. This was the largest burn it down he's ever heard. And it probably was. I mean, oh, man. It's really, uh, really great moment for Seth, you know. Grand Slam champion. Crowd was chanting burn it down. They were chanting uh, Grand Slam Rollins, which was great. Um, then he gets interrupted by Finn Balor. Balor comes out, um... Um, you know, I'm getting a bit, you know, not sick of these two, but it's becoming really repetitive because we've seen them have so many matches, even just in the last few weeks on Raw, which I think have been a waste, you know. But, so Balor comes out and he says that he wasn't pinned, Miss was the one that got pinned, and he won so much. So Seth's like, okay, they shake hands. Then Miss comes out and uh, with the Mistourage, and he basically says that, you know, he he wants an IC title match and he wants it at Backlash because he's got that rematch because he used to be the champion, which I think is such a stupid rule that he just really books you into a corner. But, um, so that, so then that happens and one thing I did find really good was that Miz said that his baby started crying, which obviously is not very funny, but then he goes, his wife started crying, then he goes, he started crying. And Rollins says something like, that's how you make me feel when I watch you wrestle. And yeah, I just thought it was a bit, I felt a bit sorry for the Miz, but I thought it was great. Um, and then, you know, they were about to have a little brawl, I think. The Mistourage, you know, three of them versus Balor and Rollins. But then who comes back from injury? But Jeff Hardy. 
and do you know what? Jeff Hardy is actually my favourite you know, wrestler of all time. So when he came back, oh, I was really excited. I actually stood up. But the crowd was... They did pop a little bit, but I just felt like, you know, Rollins had a huge pop. Balor had an alright one. And I just thought, oh man, it was a bit underwhelming, I suppose. But the the one thing I am happy with, though, is that Jeff doesn't seem to be part of a team with Matt Hardy anymore. He's kind of like going his own way in, in a singles run now. And that's really exciting. So after Jeff's return... There was a match between Sasha Banks and Mandy Rose. And, you know, this match was obviously terrible. It's, nothing really happened. Um, Bailey did come out before the match to, like, stand at ringside. Um, and Sasha did lose because of Bailey, which was a little bit interesting, I suppose. Bailey went to hit Mandy Rose. She docked. She hit Sasha instead. And that cost Sasha the match. Um, really really boring story to be honest the match was really boring as well um but it does it did set up sasha vs bailey for next week but i don't really want to see that i don't want to see them on a monday night raw show i want them to keep building the story i want them to actually fight at a pay-per-view when they first collide but no i just because we've actually seen them fight on raw as well like a couple of weeks ago i think maybe three four weeks ago and yeah just oh this feud before that I think two weeks before WrestleMania they had a little brawl backstage and that actually got me really excited but now I'm just like not really interested in this feud anymore to be honest with you. After Mandy Rose's match with Sasha, um Paige decided to um get grab the mic and cut a promo and she actually got a promo about herself retiring, which was really sad. But I did think, you know, this was really fitting time and place to do it, you know. Especially, like, four years ago in the same city. She actually debuted on the main roster and won the Divas Championship. So, yeah, I think that was pretty, pretty, it was a pretty sad moment, you know. She she did sound a bit hopeful, saying that, you know, Daniel Bryan, he returned. And, like, she spoke to Edge backstage and... It's such a shame, you know, she's only 25 years old and she's actually one of the better women on the roster. And she was she was quite popular at one time as well and she only recently returned. It's been not even a year yet. So it's really sad that she, you know, had to cut a promo about that. I really do feel sorry for her, but hopefully, you know, she finds another role in the company. You know, I wouldn't mind her being a commentator or even being smacked on lives as general manager, especially if Daniel Bryan is gonna decide to be a wrestler instead but we'll see what happens with that okay so after Paige's retirement promo we've seen probably the most exciting moment of well the whole show I was in my opinion anyway we see we've seen the return of Bobby Lashley it's been years since he was last in the WWE I, I want to say you know maybe maybe near about you know, seven years, roughly about that time. It's been a long time, and he looks great in great shape. He's in great shape. Um, you know, all the time he's been gone, he's been in TNA slash Impact, and he's been doing really well there. You know, he's improved quite a lot, to be honest with you. So I'm excited to see where he goes and what direction they take him in. But this segment basically began with Elias coming out, getting the biggest pop of the night. 
when everyone said walk with Elias it was so so loud and I, I, I was really happy for him um, even though I'm not that big of an Elias fan you know he's he's not he, he's great on the mic and he's great at getting heat but his in-ring work is not really good you know I don't find it entertaining I find a lot of his matches boring actually but yeah you know the promo was great you know got a lot of heat um, the crowd but just he was so over with the crowd then who interrupts him but Bobby freaking Lashley and oh my he did an amazing suplex he held him in the air for about god knows man like 20 seconds 30 seconds and he just looked really strong and the guy looks great man um you know the obvious direction to go with him is a match with Lesnar but I I don't think Lesnar's in the company that long in my opinion anyway I think he's going to defend his championship at Saudi in that in that Royal Rumble pay-per-view and then I think he's going to be gone after that I don't but you know it's, it's that's not really a bad thing he can easily have a really great match probably with Roman Reigns I think, I, I think a lot of people would like to see that as well but point is Lashley's there and hopefully he doesn't get drafted to SmackDown because I think Raw is the better place for him. So then we head backstage and we see Kurt Angle on the phone and then the camera slowly pans over to the right and we see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens walk in the room and um, you know the night before they did lose their jobs on SmackDown because they lost to Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac. Um, this segment was you know it just it was a normal segment Um there was a TNA this actually, and it's the first time I think WWE have actually referenced TNA. And Sami and Owen wanted to ask for their jobs, and Kurt actually says the word, the line. I believe it was something along the lines of, "I hear T- TNA are hiring," and I was like, "What?" I actually started laughing a lot. I thought it was really great. His delivery was great. This this promo, this segment was all right. Um, so basically, you know, Sami and Owens wanted the wanted a job basically at Raw and Owen said the tag division is full but then they both said no it's okay we'll be single superstars but he, Kurt says he only has one spot and they both actually you know start arguing a little bit you can see a bit of friction you know between them two and uh, so he sets up a match later on tonight and yeah that's um, you know well I'll talk about it later when I actually talk about the match next up we've seen another debut but this time, um, it was done in a slightly different way. So basically what happens is, Rhino and Slayer come out, and they want to challenge any tag team. And it makes it really obvious who's like, there's a new tag team coming out. Um, even the crowd start chanting, AOP, AOP. And then AOP come out, and oh, I was so excited, because these guys have been killing it on NXT. One thing I did not like that much was the fact that a lot of the tag teams on Raw, you know, I don't know, I don't think AOP's going to have a lot of chemistry, maybe a lot of great matches with the teams on Raw. Maybe the Revival, but the Revival, the revival it's not really being pushed much, you know, so we'll see where that goes. But they had a great debut, they, they basically squashed Rhino and Slayer. And one thing I did find a bit weird was at the end where they both basically told um, Paul Ellering to get lost and that's their manager and he's actually helped them a lot so 
found that interesting. You know, I, I want to see where this goes. Um, I do think these guys would have been better suited on SmackDown, to be honest. And uh, it just makes me think who's actually going to get draft, draft, uh, not drafted, but brought up to SmackDown in the tag team division. I'll be interested to see. Oh, finally, we get the Roman Reigns segment. Now, I think this is the one I was waiting for the most, just just to see what would happen if Brock might come out or. You know, if anyone else comes out, just to see what Roman has got to say after last night, because he actually lost at WrestleMania, surprisingly, anyway. So he comes out, and he gets such a bad reaction, the booze. I just don't get why WWE don't just realise that, come on, man, just give up on him. He doesn't have to be the guy. He can be a guy. I don't I don't understand. But anyway, he comes out, he cuts a promo about, you know, talking about conspiracies or something like that with... You know, Vincent and Brock, and he just—he even admitted it that he got his ass kicked. But then, um, he actually mentioned that he's having a rematch inside of a steel cage against Brock Lesnar, and this really confused me because, first of all, why does he even deserve another match? I, I don't get the storyline logic there. Roman Reigns does not deserve another match with Brock Lesnar, and you know, I—I'd understand if Roman actually won the match. And then, you know, a contractual thing where the the previous champion gets a rematch. I would understand if that happened, but there's no reason whatsoever Roman deserves a match. And, like, like in a steel cage, like, why is it a steel cage? There's no story, and he even mentioned himself that he found it on the internet, and I think yeah, it was just ridiculous. But Samoa Joe came out and made a return, and I was so happy. You know, the whole crowd saying, Joe, Joe, Joe. And it's great to see Joe. He caught an amazing promo on Roman. He did say that he'll challenge Roman at Backlash. I don't know if he was saying, I'll challenge Roman or if I challenge the champion. But I, but either way, I, I, I personally think Roman's going to win at Saudi in that World Rumble pay-per-view. And I think Brock will leave from there. I don't think he'll ever... I don't think he'll come back after that. I think... Uh, because... Uh, but then you've got the Lashley, the potential of a Lashley match. Mm, I don't know, but I, 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 I think that Roman will win the, uh, at Saudi just because what's the point in the rematch if it's not for Roman to win? And then he'll probably go on to Park Lash to defend the title against Samoa Next up, for me, this was probably the best match on the show. Not in terms of like quality, just in, ten- in terms of entertainment. I thought it was a really fun match to watch. This was Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus Tyus Worldwide, and the crowd was going crazy. There was a chance of, you know, Worldwide and Delete. There was a lot of Delete chance in this match. Obviously, that's not a surprise. Um, you know, it's great to see Bray actually being used, you know, pretty good. You know, he, I think they were great team, they got so much potential. However, I do think that. Like, in my opinion, Matt Hardy is not a good wrestler anymore. I just think he's not maybe not too old, but he's not he's not that entertaining in the ring anymore. And I just think he's really boring. But this gimmick kind of, like, hides those weaknesses of, of his. And then Bray as well. Bray's quite a decent wrestler, so I think they might be alright. But anyway, um, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt won. You know, it was an average match. But next week, it's going to be the Revival versus... Broken Matt and let's say no no is it broken or is it woken? Either way, you know, broken Matt and woken Wyatt. Let's just say that. 
and uh, I think almost 100% that the the broken team probably go over in that match and face the bar for the tag titles and if if Matt and Bray don't win at Saudi for the tag titles then I just think because they might as well because you've taken it off the bar what's the point of taking it off the bar they're putting it straight back onto them you know what I mean so we'll see what happens with that next up was the match I actually thought would have been match of the night probably you know potentially match of the whole weekend like, it could have been better than a lot of the Wrestlemania matches because a lot of those Mania matches I did not think were that good but it was Kevin Owens for Sami Zayn and you know the winner of this match was going to get a job at Raw um, this match was picking up you know it went about I think 10 minutes probably and it, was, it was just about to get to that next level you know they were doing really well and then it ended in a draw oh my god and I and I actually thought this match was going to be the main event but after watching it I understand you know why it wasn't the main event the crowd you know quite angry and like obviously I was as well that's my this ma- but I will say that it's it, it has you know create a bit of intrigue you know to see where these two you know go in what direction they go because on the commentary they mentioned that um thing with michael cole said that both of these men will not be involved in the superstar shakeup next week um which i will you know be telling my predictions of you know, like what's going to happen and like stuff like that but um yeah i mean it just really seems a bit weird. I I, I would I, I would don't want I do not want to see both of these on the same brand. Since moving to the main roster, they've both been on the same brand, and I think, you know, they need to just move away from each other. You know, they, I think that's one problem they have is a lot of repetition between them two. Because like, I don't know. I just think they need a break from each other. You know, to freshen their characters up a little bit. And uh, I think it's time we see a Sammy face turn now, even though he's been a great heel. You know. But um, yeah, it was it was alright. It is what it is. Now we move on to the main event of the show. We've seen uh, the Mr. Raj versus Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and Jeff Hardy. And this match, you know, was basically a house show match. You know, it just was three good guys versus three bad guys. In a, you know, it was an alright match. Nothing too special. Didn't do anything for any anyone. You know, um. Uh, obviously, Bala, Rollins, and Jeff won. Um, you know, at the end of the match, you know, I think it was the Miz. He took everyone's finisher from the other, up, the other team, and then I think who was it now? I think it was Bo Dallas. He took everyone's finisher as well. And the crowd chanted one more time, and then Seth did another curb stomp. Um, you know, it just. It was alright, you know, it was fine, it was is what it is. It wasn't a good match, it wasn't a bad match, it was just, it was alright. One thing I do want to mention is that Rollins is on fire right now. He is the guy of the company, man. When he was stomping, just like on the floor, just like getting the crowd riled up, it was crazy. His, his energy and, and, you know, I don't understand... Like, when evidently, so clearly, Rollins is the guy right now. Why do you just want to keep pushing Roman? Like, I, I don't understand that. But I'm happy he's the IC champion. I think he'll be a great IC champion. And I'm just happy to see Jeff away from Matt. 
as well, you know, because he is my favorite wrestler of all time, and him and him on his own is really great. So that's my uh, raw review. Um, you know, it was it was a good show. It, it, like, I mean, in terms of a raw after WrestleMania compared to some previous ones, yeah, I, I think it holds up quite well. Actually, yeah, I, th- I think it was a good show. But let's talk about what I think is going to happen tomorrow night on SmackDown. My predictions. Um, so, um, you know, in in terms of like call-ups, I think. Oh, actually, I forgot to mention. Um, Nia Jax came out. Oh yeah, this was really early in the show, and you know she she needed a tag team partner, and she came out, and she introduced Ember Moon, and that was a cool moment, you know. One thing I didn't like was the fact that she announced her name. You know, it would have been much better if there was just a theme song. And then she came, and then Ember came out. But either way, you know, it was Naya and Ember versus Alexa and Mickey James. And obviously, Ember Moon won. Hanger finished with the Eclipse. And it was so such a good debut. And yeah, hopefully good things will be coming to the women's division. I think Ember Moon versus Ronda Rousey has had a lot of potential good potential in that I mean Nia Jax versus Ember Moon Ember Moon versus Alexa there's a lot of great matches oh, Asuka versus Ember Moon and like, and like they could uh, you know do their feud again from NXT so yeah that was pretty good okay so now we're going to talk about what I think is going to happen on tomorrow night at Smackdown Live um, in terms of call ups I think because one, well basically what we're going to try and do is see what happened on this show on Monday night and like they're probably gonna, you know, balance it out by doing the same thing on SmackDown. So on on Raw, Ember Moon debuted, and I think from the NXT Women's Division, I think we'll see the debut of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, just because we've seen them in the, I think we've seen seen them in the Royal Rumble, then we see them seen them in the Battle Royal on at WrestleMania. And it's just about time that they debut now, because I don't I don't think they're gonna be you know challenging for the titles in NXT, so they might as well move up now. Um, also, you know we didn't see Oscar in Raw, so maybe Oscar will be just on SmackDown. Like they probably won't say anything and just pretend that she's just on SmackDown. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't put it past WWE to do that. Um, uh, well, no way Jose debuted on Raw. Oh, I really don't know who could debut on SmackDown then. I think in terms of tag teams, we're definitely going to see. Oh, I was going to say Street Profits, but it's just too early for Street Profits. I don't, I don't even know what tag teams are going to come. But in terms of single superstars, I would not be surprised to see Johnny Gargano or Andrade Cien Almas. Either one of those guys, it will be amazing to see them come back. And I feel like. In terms of returns, there's no one really for SmackDown, on SmackDown to return. Like Raw had a lot of returns because of injuries, but you know, you know, Raw had Bobby Lashley return as well. I, I mean, Samoa Joe as well. Big Cass is going to return soon. Big Show is a Raw superstar. You know, he signed a multi-year contract recently. He's going to end up returning soon. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have gone over to Raw. I think Raw has got too many wrestlers right now, and I think SmackDown. You know, there's not unless you know some people from the cruiserweight division move up, which oh my days, I would love for that to happen. But uh, I don't know. 
I I really hope Johnny Organo moves up because he's right now my probably my favorite NXT superstar. Um, you know, but what I'm thinking about is next week we've got the superstar shakeup, and I feel like, you know, SmackDown and Raw will have the same amount of superstars next week that they have at the end of this week, and I don't think that's good because SmackDown just they don't they they have. They don't have a lot, a lot of superstars right now compared to Raw. Raw's got a lot of superstars and they're really stacked the roster. I think they have too many superstars if I'm if I'm honest, but um yeah, I don't I don't really see SmackDown getting anyone. In terms of the shake up, you know, I'd like to see Balor go to SmackDown. Him, AJ, Nakamura, you know, feuding. Cause like he deserves to be in a main event title picture. And he's just not gonna get that on SmackDown. I mean on Raw. Um I wouldn't mind seeing Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode should go to Raw, I think. If you turn him heel, you know, put him on Raw. That's that's a good swap, I think. Um, even Randy Orton, like if you swapped. Randy for Rollins would be okay, I suppose. It's not fair to Raw, because Rollins is on fire right now. But, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Oh, Jinder Mahal. Uh, I think he needs to get off SmackDown. You know, he's been ruining... I think he's such a big factor in terms of why Raw is better than SmackDown most weeks. Uh, and if he goes on to Raw, I think he balances out a little bit, you know. Because he's just not doing anyone any favours. But, yeah. That's about it. Um, you know, this is my first ever podcast. Um, So, yeah, just if you want to leave me some constructive criticism, I'm open to that. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy listening.